Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menounos. Hey, Better Together fans. It's me, Mr. Maria Menounos, substituting for my beautiful and talented wife on this whatever day edition of Better Together (laughs) with Maria Menounos. I... I'm joined by my producer and, of course, lovely co-host and BFF, Kelsey Alexandra Meyer. What? Kelsey, why don't you help a brother out by telling me the quote of the day and who our guest is going to be? Kevin, I would love to do that. I'm like lowering the music, switching the shot. Now I got this for you. This is what you do. Girl boss. Girl boss. Are you ready for this? Yes. When you fall, you might break a few bones, but embrace the pain because it means you fully lived. Own the joy and suffering. Leave it all out on the floor. That is from Cody Allen, who is our guest today. You guys, I'm so excited. He's one of country music's music's most famous personalities. And Cody in 2017 um, came out pretty publicly and he has written this beautiful book that's all about kind of his journey and road to finding his most authentic self. And I am so freaking excited to talk to him. He is an amazing story. 
Um, I, I think, think I think it's very timely because yeah. if he was, if you know his story, he was Mormon. He was very religious. Yeah. He was married to a female. Yep. Um, and you know, at some point in his life, he came out and obviously separated from his wife, and then I think se- separated from his his religion, and uh, he went through a lot of struggling to get to his truth. Uh, and I think he's going to offer us a lot of valuable information for you or someone else out there that is in that same situation. And I know a lot of people that have been in there. And I know people who are still there, Yep. which is really sad. So yep. I'm really excited to talk to Cody. Me too. Um, Should we bring him in? With us? Yeah. Oh, Let's please. bring him in. Cody, uh, so good to, to speak to you. Um, and as I was saying, when I opened the show, I think your journey is going to touch a lot of hearts because I think that, uh, you know, where, you know, being, um, having a different, uh, sexual orientation, I think is acceptable, more acceptable today than ever. Um, as you know, culturally speaking, and maybe in the world of public opinion, not so much. And, um, I think it's incredible that your journey and I guess, you're starting out. We, we we talked about you know you were married to um to to a woman and uh, I know there was an interruption there that brought you out. But if if we could go back to your elementary school and junior high school yes. days, I mean, were you did were you aware then that you were? Um, oh, definitely. Yeah, really? most definitely. I knew from the earliest time I can remember knowing anything like that. You know. Uh, thinking uh, that Spider-Man was a whole lot more attractive than Wonder Woman, those kind of things. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like and like seeing Batman's like frame and thinking, I don't know why, but there's something about that I kind of like. And so, I think for me, uh, yeah, all those memories go way back. Um, in fact, you know, most boys probably get Playboy, and like you know, the cliche is they hide the Playboys under the bed, right, <laughs> to mm-hmm. look at the women. I uh, I used to order an underwear magazine um, just because I wanted to see like guys and I would also hide that under my bed. So mom and dad would never see it. I don't know how they never caught on because it would always arrive in the mail, but I went to the mail as often as I could to make sure that the underwear magazine with the guys in it didn't arrive before they checked the mail. So um, from an early time, I do know I was gay. However, you know, society, my parents, to some degree, religion, your faith, all these things play into how you deal with your life and the decisions you make and the choices yeah. you make. And so yeah. for me, it was like, uh, you know, we didn't, I didn't have will and grace. I didn't have, uh, I didn't have Ellen. Um, there were, uh, it, there certainly wasn't anybody in country music, which I was already making a career as a country um, DJ early on in my life. I started at 15 doing that. And so I didn't have anybody that I really thought was like me doing, you know, so, so, but so I, you, I made choices that I felt like were right at the time and what, yeah. what I felt like I needed to do. I um, understand that part of, I understand all of it actually. I, but when you were young, could, were there other friends you could confide in? Could you tell, I mean, like you literally could not tell one soul. No, I had nobody. Not one felt- person. There was no one. I don't even remember any gay friends or anyone who was out. I don't remember any adult who was out. I, I don't remember any of that. Or, or um, even, but, but even when friends are young and starting to be curious and experiment and all that stuff, would you engage in dialogue with your other friends and say, well, 
you know, do you ever like uh, when you see a guy? Does that get you? Exi- nothing. You knew enough to Dude, keep it. I just I stayed wraps. away from it. I just thought it was a secret I would carry with me to the grave. Honestly, that's how Ooh. I felt. Uh, I mean, I and- just think I, I for that, see, Cody. I I can't. I think people need to hear that because I can't even imagine the the turmoil, the pain, the anguish, the stress of of carrying that is i will say speak from a male um you know we're thinking about sex all, a lot okay especially coming close to 16 and you know and to to have to keep that a complete and utter secret from everyone i can't even imagine yeah it was really tough and i think many people uh as much acceptance as there is as much love and compassion as there is in our world now uh, I, I do think there's still a lot of people like me who are in, you know, I, I do country music, obviously, you know that. I feel like there's a lot of people in the South, especially, who probably keep this secret. Um, and a lot of kids who probably still, you know, every day wake up knowing they are one way and yet fighting it because they're uh, supposed to be something else. And so I, I hope in some ways the book speaks to those people and lets them know, first of all, you're not alone. There are people like you, including myself. and also that uh, that you can figure it out and that there's there's hope ahead and it doesn't always have to be the way you think that it that it is now. And and for me, that would have been a powerful message that I did not have in any way, shape or form growing up. Um, yeah. That said, I don't want to make it seem like it's completely miserable either, because you look for things that do make you happy in life. And for me, broadcasting was one of those like radio, TV. I thought I wanted to be a weatherman for a little while. I was, I was totally fascinated with lots of things that were, you know, shiny objects of distraction, if you will, mm-hmm. um, that kept me from from worrying about these other struggles I was having uh, internally. And so, uh, and faith had something to do with this. Well, I, I mentioned that, you know, growing up religious and pursuing that uh, direction, uh, it, it probably helped me in some ways to just have clarity about, you know, where I was going and what I needed to do in my head. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. What I thought God wanted me to do, um, when in truth, I've I since figured out that God has a different plan for me that is much bigger than anything I could have imagined before with this message. Um, so. Um, uh, I did look for comfort. I found comfort in lots of ways and lots of distractions. Uh, and, but, but for uh, you, and, at least, for you, Cody, for you, it sounds like you at least found healthy distractions. You know, I can see someone turning to drugs or alcohol or other, you know, unhealthy things. Yeah, yeah totally. You, you read the stories of LGBTQ plus 
kids who take their lives. Uh, you, you see the tragedies that do happen because there's no one to talk to, no one to turn to, no dis- no healthy distractions, and, and perhaps sometimes religions that that preach um, hate. And I think. Uh, yeah, we've got to do something about that. I, I, I definitely, you know, listen, I came out in 2017, just a few right. years ago, really. I, tell I, me, I, Cody, tell us about that. Cause I know you did it online, right? You did it on Instagram, but you had already talked to your wife at the time about it. Can, oh, can we, sure. can we start with the, your wife and, and how that went? And cause I think yeah, that I would help to people too, for when they have sure. to go and break it to their loved ones. You know, uh, certainly the hardest toughest conversation I ever had was telling her I did it many years before 2017, probably uh, around 2010 or nine, something like that. I, I know in the book, I went back and figured out exactly when because yeah. I wanted to be accurate, but um, that conversation, um, it, it, it was um, hard to come up with the words to find how exactly you say that to someone yeah, who and, you and, also love. I mean, I love yeah. her. I still do. Yeah, you it's guys just a are different friends. kind of love. It's a right. different kind of, you know. And, uh, and by the way, explaining that alone is really hard for people to even understand that you could love someone for different reasons other than just, you know, sexual. So um, I, I, I think uh, I think her disappointment was real. I think her, you know, she cried on my shoulder. I cried on hers. Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content, and a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community, or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment, and we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts. That's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. Cody, was it something, but Cody, how do you go about that? Is that something like I'm coming home tonight and we need to talk? Did you go yeah. away on a trip? I mean, like, because this was something you held in for decades. Yeah, I and, really wanted, I mean, I felt like I, I, I was so down in the dumps over who I was and realizing that you know, of the things I need to tackle in my life, I started to check off a list of like, okay, debt. Okay. Let's take care of debt. Cause that's probably making me unhappy. Yep. Let's take care of, um, you know, uh, family. I had kids by then and like, make sure that everything is aligned well there. And then, Oh, there's this other thing that I've never dealt with that I know is bringing me down and I've right. got to figure out. So I started evolving inside, finding the peace within to, to have, um, to, to, to find the comfort to have that conversation. So yes, it was and, one of those moments where I said, Hey, I need to sit down and talk to you. And, uh, we waited until the kids had gone to bed. And I, I um, I remember I, we were both sitting on the floor, <laughs> uh, in a room in the basement. And, you know, I just, I just poured my heart out and I said, I I've always felt this way. I don't know why I feel this way. Uh, but mm-hmm. I've, I told her that, um, I didn't have a choice, which when you're gay, you don't have a choice. 
A lot of people don't understand that either. Uh, right. And I also said, um, uh, I also said um, that I would have never, if I could do anything, if I could choose it, if I could choose to be different, I would. I've tried for a long time to be different um, and, and to um, and to not be this way. And uh, she was incredibly, uh, of course, there was disappointment. There was uh, sadness. But did she see it coming, I, I thought, Cody, at all? Had she seen any signs over the nothing? No. Ooh. No, uh, oh not really. I mean, but you know what? <laughs> There's nothing but love between us. There always has been just really serious. Like we, we, we I, love is the only word for it. We just love each other so much uh, that she said, I, you would never have chosen this. I understand that I, I didn't. And she actually expressed that she was somewhat um, concerned that she didn't see anything coming. Like, how did I not know this? How did I not see any of the signs? Or yeah. I said, well, I, I obviously am really good at keeping the secret and have been for a really long time. And so we started from there though, a really healthy unraveling of the situation over those many years um, to come up with what we would do about our family, how we'd co-parents, what was the best situation if we were to um, be divorced, how would we continue to have this, um, you know, blended family, uh, and and how could we, you know, reconcile reconcile what what was what is the truth? Uh, wow! And I guess because I've known a lot of um, partners that have had a been on the receiving end of this, and the first thing they do is they they say, "What did I do wrong? How did I miss it?" Uh, yeah, there was some disappointment, I think, from uh, from from her on that, and she was, you know. In, incredibly um she's got a huge heart anyway uh, you know sounds um, like it giving person and um uh listen i i it was it, it's not something i ever wanted to reveal but i knew no, at some but point, you had guys, to I can't not be and at also point, like you you've got two live. beautiful children you know right how many kids do you guys have together we have two yeah two beautiful, i mean so clearly like there was a, a reason for you guys to come together and produce that it sounds like other things too. So did, did then was the next step, the parents and the in-laws who, what was the next step after that? Yeah, it was. Um, and again, a few years down the road, I mean, this oh. wasn't, this wasn't a revolution. It was an evolution, as I like to say, okay. I, okay. it was definitely in a process uh, over time because I wanted to make sure that I had done all I could for, to, to, that if there was a cure, if there was a cure that I was going to do all I could to figure it out, either a mental cure or uh, understanding um, uh, what science had to say. I read all kinds of books. I read um, all the uh, science on, on why someone is gay or has different feelings, LGBTQ plus as much as I could. I was just trying to soak up and sponge up all the information. So I did that for a while with her help. She read with me and we, I uh, went to counseling and tried to figure out like what's the best course of action. And so that evolution eventually led to other people. Yes. That uh, I started telling, um, obviously family, my mom, dad, friends. Um, I mean, the mom know. and dad, that's a big one, Cody. Mm. That's a big yeah, one for I, people. Can you help us with that? I think that's um, for me. I grew up in an incredibly loving family. Uh, some of us are very lucky when we come out to our parents that they, for whatever reason are, uh, incredibly compassionate that is not the case with i know many uh, like we talked about 
uh, many families and kids. But for me, I, I and I was an, I was an older fella too. So maybe they knew that I was an adult already successful with his life and figuring things out. And again, why would I ever make that up or bring that to them in a, such a way that um, other than just to be truthful and to be real and to be honest, you know? And did they, had they so had they any were, inclination? They were was, it, was it a, was it a <laughs> blind side for them too? Yeah. When I told, yeah, I asked my mom that, um, and I have asked her a few times, like, did you not see, like, again, going back to the underwear magazine box, like, did you not ever, and she had no idea, no idea. Yeah. Again, I grew up in, I don't know, I wouldn't say sheltered necessarily, but certainly a, a very conservative Southern home and uh, loving and kind. And um, But you know what? I, I've also made a lot of decisions over my life that have been different than many others, maybe in my zip code. Like, I, I left home early. I pursued broadcasting. One of the things I talk about in the book is pursuing the, the Mormon faith for a time in my life. I uh, became a Mormon and went on a mission. And so I made sort of these decisions that were against sort of what my mom and dad had always uh, taught. So they they knew that I was a bit of a rebel spirit to some degree, but they never, um, but they were always encouraging. I, I was never a bad kid. I never had, you know, like I said, drugs, alcohol, these things. I never had any of those problems. You and, uh, I never did those. Did, so what, what was your religion when you grew up? Southern Baptist. So I was, oh, again, very okay. conservative home. Uh, but the Mormon faith is definitely contrary in some ways to the Southern Baptist. And so, but I was looking for my own way. You know, I always felt like I had my own heart, my own like um, uh, hopes and visions of what I wanted out of my life. And, and, and in some ways, I, the Mormon faith sort of answered that for me early on, because, again, I was searching for my place in the world. And and it sort of cloaked, cloaked in a very real way um, uh, what I the gay part of me that I knew I needed to figure out in time, but I never wanted to reveal. Um, and I thought, OK, I like this idea that they're all about the family and uh, it's all about the picket fence and uh, the perfect photo on the mantle of the family. And to me, that was so appealing because that's that's what I wanted. And so and and I you've migrated away from that as well, haven't you, as I understand? Yeah. Over the years, um, you know, we all attended church and did our thing as a family for many, many years. and and. Uh, And that uh, moment I spoke about earlier where I first spoke to my ex-wife about who I was and how I felt um, really was the start of that unraveling of uh, my faith and what it really means to me. I I thought, you think you know what God has planned for you, but you really don't know until you start to reveal the truth about yourself, your authenticity. Um, And... uh, so often, you know, you read the scriptures about uh, being an honest man, being a man of integrity, a person of integrity, and uh, not lying. <laughs> and yet I felt like I was doing all those things all the time uh, whenever I was uh, pretending. And yeah. there's something about being transparent, letting that go, letting people know you have weakness. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused 
on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. That you're vulnerable, that the things you're ashamed of about yourself And then you start to realize that there's no shame in the many things you think are your weaknesses. Um, And you start to strip that away and realize God is accepting of you uh, even still with with uh, and maybe even more so when you um, uh, realize that there are are things that aren't perfect. I had this sort of ideal of what, you know, this perfect guy was going to be this perfect family, this perfect life. And it's just uh, it. When it's not that way, and you know it's not that way, and you're faking it all the time, um, it is uh, it's miserable. So for me, it was okay. I, I can't do this anymore. I got to get real. I got to get my life on track with some uh, honesty. And I always wanted to be a man of integrity. It was hard to do that whenever you're you know, faking it. Of course. And 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 have you found a religion that it better suits you, or you're just choosing the road of spirituality over organized religion? Totally spirituality. I mean, for me, it's. So um, I, I do feel as close to God as I ever did. I thought, you know, you grow up in a religion and many people watching us probably think, oh, okay, I'm, God's going to reject me if I am gay or if I uh, let go of something I think he doesn't like uh, or reveal it in any way. And uh, the truth is that there's um, a lot of acceptance, uh, uh, I feel, um, after, again, kind of letting loose of some of this stuff. and. And I, God has not rejected me. And I do feel so, uh, so much better as a person, more loving person, more kind. I think all the things, the Bible. Yeah. It sounds like, Cody, it sounds like your life. Um, and I do, I'm sure you had pushback, but it sounds like, and this should inspire other people too. Like your life improved once you did this, once you came out, would oh, you say, would completely. you agree with that? Totally. Talk about that. I know my story is unique. I know there are many people whose lives, um, you know, they struggle for a long time after revealing uh, and coming out. Um, but for me, uh, again, I was at a point of, I think, good maturity. I had had a family. I had grown a lot. Uh, and this was the one thing, you know, the one thing I felt like I've got to overcome um, or it's going to overcome me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, once I figured that part out that, okay, I just need to, to get, get this right. And I can have a better life uh, and be happier. And my ex can be happier and my kids can be happier. And by the way, my kids contribute in the book. They talk quite a bit about their experiences with all this. Cause I wanted them to tell like their first and sort of like, and, and Teresa's as well. My ex wife, she also contributes firsthand her story about how she felt uh, in these moments and um, all those how stories. Old were, of how, how old were the kids, Cody, when, when they, when, when you told them? 
when they learned? So let's see, I guess my son was a teenager. My daughter was in her upper teens. So okay. he was uh, probably maybe 13 uh, at the time. Uh, and my daughter was probably, well, must've been about 17, 18. She was, uh, she, I told her first because she was a little bit older and I felt like, right. I don't want to see how that went. Cause I was a little um, reluctant with my son being at a tender age. I felt like uh, hearing news like that might be shocking to a 13 year old boy. Yeah. Um, however, both of them were incredibly uh, loving, accepting in that moment. And my son even said, Hey, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> you yeah. know, I, I, that generation, they see things differently. And yeah, they, they do. You know, it's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. They, you know, to, to them, it was like, Oh, it's like your eye color or your, you know, the, it's just the way you were born. Was it, was it a, was it a, Cody, was it a double whammy where it was like, I'm getting a divorce, mom and I getting a divorce. And this is how, this is my orientation. Or did you keep that separate? Oh yeah. I kept those things separate. I didn't want those things to be combined because I felt like that would be harmful. So yeah, yeah right? no, we were definitely, yes. yeah. I would think I they wanted, would associate that with something negative. So, okay, good. For me, it was all about, yeah, getting, um, letting the separation of divorce stuff was all like different than, than anything I was, I would tell them later. Um, and and, you know what, listen, anyone who's going through this and since I've come out, I've heard from so many, um, people who can, and particularly dudes who can relate to my situation, um, and who, who struggle themselves, with being married and gay. Um, and the interesting thing is many of them like me had kids. And I, I, I know the one thing that I always say to anyone, cause they always ask for advice on this stuff. And I, I'm not, I'm very reluctant to give advice because I think everyone's journey is their own. You've got to figure it out yourself with your, um, with your, uh, uh significant other. I think for me though, I, I always say just love the kids just pour your love into the kids and let them know nothing has changed. Um, dad still loves you so much. And I think that message um, is so important for the family, for, for the kids particularly to hear from um, anyone coming out in this kind of situation. Did, did Cody were, was there pushback from friends, bosses, uh, other people in the church? Did you get any yeah, of that? Yeah, I've definitely lost a few friends, uh, particularly church friends, because of it. Um, and yet there's been a lot of church friends who've also reached out and been super sweet and wonderful about, hey, if you need anything, let me know, that kind of thing. Uh, 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 really, in the country music world, it was very well accepted and love. And you know, I got nothing but love from so many artists when I, uh, the day I came out, you know. People like uh, Carrie Underwood tweeted about it, encouraging words, wow. as well as you know, Toby Keith, Dirks Bentley, Keith Urban, these people um, who I've known for a long time in the industry. Um, you, you never know how people are going to react. It doesn't matter. Like in that moment, you're still like freaking scared. And you're kind of thinking maybe I'll be rejected by the audience or my friends. And But, but I, I, you know, I had a lot of support that day. And, um, and since there, then there's been very little pushback from haters, there definitely has been a few on social media, which is going to happen with anything you do. Right. Yes. So um, you can't make everybody happy, but right. I, I did find, um, I did find an overwhelming amount of love and compassion. And I have since uh, felt that, and it's encouraged me to take responsibility for a little bit of this mantle I now hold. When I, when I came out, it was for me, if I'm being honest, because I just felt like I needed to like lift that weight. 
But mm-hmm. since then, I felt some responsibility to also speak up, do interviews like this, and of course, write the book eventually, because I wanted to tell the whole story, because people don't understand uh, the intricacies of being gay, m- being married, why you would choose that if you're gay. Like, yeah, there are reasons why. Um, and there, that whole process, that evolution I spoke about of like figuring out how to tell uh, the people in your life, as well as the world. Um, those stories are, are real. And I tell all those honest conversations in the book. Hey, this, okay. I wonder what do you credit it? Cause it sounds pretty smooth I, as far as um, the process you've gone through. I know, and you know that other people's it, it's, it's, it's a nightmare and, uh, and one they continue to live. I, what would you attest? What would you say with you? Why? this went say smoother than say someone else. And then what maybe, because I'm hoping there's something they can take away to help them. Um, I would attribute it to um, my ex-wife uh, mostly because she could have easily said, hell no, I'm not having this get out of the house. Um, how dare you? I think that's the reaction many yeah uh uh, exes have in that situation and i think that's so unfortunate i think that love i I attribute it to love there was there's a there was a real bond between us and there always has been and i think when you realize no one chooses I, i didn't choose it no one chooses to be gay then you realize okay well then let's figure out how a solution to this because why would you bring this to me unless you truly felt this way? Why would you want to change your whole life, risk your career, risk your marriage, your ki- your kids, everything, your house, everything, because you want it to be this way? It's like no one would choose that. So finding a solution together is also one of the things that I think really helped this to go smoothly. And realizing it doesn't happen overnight, that you evolve through it. That was it. I think that term about it's an evolution. It seems to me you this was a lot of time, a lot of reflection, um, a spiritual faith, it seems like, you know, um, you're lucky in the respect that you had a great family and you also chose, you chose a great partner that was on you to, you know, but, um, but yeah, I think, I think it seems like you, the evolution part, none of this was overnight. Like this wasn't a, we're going to tell her, we're going to tell the kids, we're going to go see a lawyer, we're going to get divorced. We're gonna, like. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiejis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way. 
T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the way. T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Like this, it, you know, and it, so maybe maybe that was one of the things. I also don't give a, such a positive mental attitude. I, I can feel it. And I think <laughs> yeah, that thanks. helps too. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I do think the time and energy, and, and thank you for saying that, I... I, uh, I, I knew she was a great person when I met her, like, um, and I was so interested in the first part of one of the chapters where we first meet, I, I talk about how, for some reason, the attention someone gives you is like a turn on in a way that I, uh, even though I knew that I was gay then that I, but the attention and the interest and the, um, the, um, the love that I saw that, she um she had for me uh over those first few dates even was like oh gosh maybe this is what i was looking for maybe this is the cure and there is something to be said about making that choice and, and finding a person of character to begin with um because in the end uh, uh that character really showed and th- those values that i know that she carried with her and has her entire life um in that moment uh that compassion uh was was definitely uh, shown to me and um yeah, uh, you're right. I think also, yeah, because I feel like uh, it would have been very easy for you to say, I just got to get it all this over with at once, you know, and told, you know, just went out and come straight out with it. And then, but I feel like because you took it in stages, not saying there's anything wrong with doing that either, but I feel like maybe there's something to be said for that. Um, and yeah, and we hurt where you, I mean, with the people you lost, uh, did that hurt at the time? The friends that, or the church people that didn't want to associate? Yeah. It still does. You know, there's people who don't talk to me or, you know, um, uh, yeah, it still hurts. I, but you know, I, I found more than worrying about what others will think. I found peace within myself. And I think that counts for just a whole lot of, um happiness when you find that moment where you're like okay i am who i am this is how it's gonna be <laughs> i can't turn back uh I, I took the leap the net appeared and i'm okay and i'm good to go i can figure the rest out and that's the um that's the attitude i take with all this and uh, with my life in general is that uh um perhaps that's just time wisdom you know age you grow a little bit as you as you get older and you progress and, and um, you're at different levels all the time with, with your, with your, with your wisdom. And so I think for me, it was, um, yeah, I, there, there's definitely a piece now that, uh, that comes with knowing who you are and not worrying about others. Um, right. Maybe I'll, I'll reconnect with those people one day, but I'm okay right now. Yeah. And do you, did, did your faith in, it seems like you have the faith in God too, where you thought God had you all along. Would, would that be accurate? Yeah. Yeah. Once I, I talked to uh, Teresa and then I, you know, we went, I, I talked about going to see a therapist, which really helped also. I think I, again, when people reach out and say, Hey, what did you do? How did you figure this out? Therapy was important because you start to learn things um, that. You yeah. Didn't what did you learn before. in therapy? What did you learn? In so therapy? The, one of the more, more poignant things I learned was that um, the mentality of um, everything is this way or that way, black or white 
is incorrect that in fact uh, there are shades to almost everything, um, including sexuality, and yeah. it's okay to be one of the shades of gray somewhere along the uh, along the path. And that was once I started. You know, again, it seems simple perhaps to many people, but when you grow up a certain way, when you think a certain way for so long, it becomes ingrained in you. It's not unlike our political situation right now, not to get into politics, but we sort of belong to these tribes. And if you're not yeah. exactly in line with the thinking of your tribe, then um, you're, you're, something's wrong. And that's incorrect as well, because, again, there's spectrum here. There's a lot of different ways of thinking about stuff. And so for um, uh, for me, I, I once I started to not only hear that, but believe it. And uh, that changed a lot of um, how I approached my movement forward, realizing it was OK to be a shade of gray, you know? Yeah. Wow. Kelsey, were you going to weigh in? You know what? I had a question only because it was so interesting. We had Allison Stoner on the other week, Cody, and she was talking about, you know, when we and so many people suppress, whether it's, you know, their true self or suppress something about, you know, it's like it just amounts in illness and disease. And like, we're so unaware of this. So I'm so curious if you felt things while you were silencing yourself and not being true to yourself that you were like, shit, like, I'm going to get sick if I don't let this out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just those um, nauseousness, you know, nauseousness of mm-hmm. like feeling like, okay, my, my stomach's turning. I, 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 these feelings of depression yeah. and maybe not anything deeper than those kind of thoughts or, or, or feelings. Because again, you know, when you're hiding something, you're keeping it so deep inside, you just don't know what effect it does have on your, uh, your body physically. Um, certainly, though mentally, it's having an effect. So most definitely, I I did feel like there were uh, things churning, and I I couldn't control them. Uh, uh, and that sort of like darkness was um, it. Once I let it go and, and freed all that, it, it was like uh, I I equate it to taking uh, like rocks out of your backpack on a hike or something. It's like you've taken the rocks out then, and you could actually get up the hill. And so I. Uh, I do think that there there was uh, th- there were those feelings of like okay I'm messing myself up if I keep this up. Yeah, I think it, it it's just so crazy. I mean, we there's so many stories about this, but that just like really struck me, especially speaking with her about that the other week, and she was saying the same thing. It was like you you hold this in because you've all this this doubt and this fear and all this, and then you let it go, and it's like. None of that exists once you let it, not really none of it, but you know, it's like you feel so much lighter and so much better. So I think for you with this story, like that's going to really stand out to a lot of people. Like I really thought the book was so beautiful and I think so many people, and I've had people close to me who have gone through this and it was so scary until they did it, you know, until they made that leap and then they felt so, so much better. So I think what's, the main thing that you really want people to take away from this book or like the main couple of messages? Well, I think that um, throughout the book, I talk about listening a lot because obviously my life is kind of built on, on listening ever since I was a kid, my dad played music in the house. And that's why I really love, uh, learned to love uh, music and radio. And I love the stories behind the songs and the artists. And I thought, man, that'd be a fun job to have one day is to be that guy who tells the stories uh, and interviews the stars. Um, so 
and, and then moving into what I do now, it's all about listening. As you guys know, constantly interviewing people, like you have to have your ears completely open, ears wide open, if you will, to hear everything that's being said, because you want to be able to sincerely ask a great follow-up question or to hear the person who's uh, telling you some poignant story. Um, and then, you know, listen to yourself. I mean, that's that was a big part of uh, my journey is that, okay, at some point you've got to listen to your own heart. Um, and so, yeah, that whole thread of listening is throughout the book. And uh, the other thing I want people to know is um, that if you're struggling with something, this, you know, coming out or anything, I feel like it's really important to turn to people and the honest conversations, the real life conversations that I had that we've discussed here today are, are told in the book. Um, and I, and I talk about the honest conversations I had with people like Keith Urban, who's a friend of mine. And boy, I can't believe I can say that. Like, how, I don't forward, deserve to know Keith Urban. The forward was amazing. The, the forward by Keith. I know. Keith. I mean, come on. It was so Love good. Love that guy. So cool. But I, you know, I, I, I wanted him to write the four because he's really the first country, you know, artist friend who, um, I told I was gay to, and, uh, and just his reaction was so wonderful. And like, when you receive those sort of encouragement, encouraging conversations along the way from like listening ears, whoever they are, that is so important. Whether you're the person telling, uh, telling, telling, uh, someone about yourself or you're the listening ear on the other side. That whole that one on one showing empathy, not judgment, loving is so important. So I want people to read these stories and um, feel like, okay, I can be a better listener or maybe there's something I need to tell. You know, Cody, this is now as a country music fan and a fan of show business. Were there any gay openly gay performers uh, 20 years ago or Pat, you know, in the history of country music? Um, Really not. Uh, We have. Uh, Shelly Wright, uh, you may remember as a name from uh, the 90s. She came out on the Oprah show. And when she came out. As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. (laughs) you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. She uh, told her story and um, it was uh, um, uh, certainly among the first, if yeah, the first, I mean, that I can remember, certainly of my generation. And then Ty Herndon came out uh, in the early 2010s. Uh, uh, I love both of them. However, I will say um, their careers and some of the hits that they had had were of the past. And they were coming out at a time where um, you know, some of that heyday had ended. I, I, there really hasn't been until this year. When T.J. Osborne of Brothers Osborne stepped up and said he was gay, um, 
there really hasn't been like a current sort of artist or star to say that in country music, if you can believe that in 2021. Yeah. Like this is really the first major current, uh, major label uh, country music star to step up was TJ. Um, so that's why it was so freaking scary in 2017, even for me. Um, even though I know I had the back of, you know, my company, CMT, and like people, I, I felt like the industry was going to be fine with it. Didn't know how the fans would react, but I felt like I could weather that storm if I had to, because I could speak with uh, uh, authenticity to this mo- to the moment. And I think people would understand because I'm a real guy who they've watched on television or seen or, or, or um, listened to on the radio. So um, uh, there's a trust that you build over years with people and you hope that that all that builds up a little equity. So when you, you know, so when I came out, I, I hope that that would um, kind of help me through it. And I, but no, to answer your question, there really hasn't been. Yeah, a, right. Because I was thinking, even, stuff. even when you think of minorities, I know Charlie Pride, you know, I was a big fan of his. Um, and that to me always, I remember talking to Randy Jackson about him and he was yeah. saying how gifted he was, you know, Charlie Pride. And to think of an African-American country star back uh, probably what, in the 60s and 70s, uh, you know, but I, but it, it's, I feel like country music in the last five or 10 years, or even probably 15 has really opened up more yeah. and diversified, which is wonderful. But I think you're definitely leading the charge to, I think you'll help a lot of people. Yeah, I do. There's a real movement of inclusivity right now. I think in country music, I think uh, not just for LGBTQ plus uh, uh, people, but I also think, uh, because by the way, when I go out to like festivals or concerts, I, I really am always moved that people will come up to me and say, um, hey, I never felt seen before, but having you come uh-huh. out means something. And I, I've always loved country music and I'm gay. Uh, and, and that's happened to me quite a bit. Uh, the same is true. I heard T.J. Osborne talk about that a little bit. Like people say, I see you on stage. And it's like, OK, I belong here now. It's a it's funny how that works, isn't it? Um, yeah, and the same yeah. is true with the uh, great people of color that we've had over the years. You mentioned Charlie Pride and. Uh, certainly, Darius Rucker in recent years has become uh, just a a list. Do you know Coffee Coffee Anderson? Yes. Yeah, he's great. Uh, he's he's a awesome. Of mine. He really Nikki is. Guidance come forth this year. She, I mean, we have a whole bunch of really it's incredible. Wonderful. And so you're seeing the doors open up. I think, and people people who um, who love country music from different different backgrounds seeing themselves represented, and I think that's a beautiful, good thing. You know, it's it's such a metaphor because I I don't know of many. I don't know of any um, of anything that isn't better when it's when you have a diversified group that comes together. Any business, any piece of art. You know, we really not to cliche because our show's better together, but I every time I'm like when every when we get away from being inclusive and we all work together, that's when the coolest stuff happens. I think that's when the greatest stuff happens, you know. Yeah, you probably have seen this from the businesses you've built over the years, um, and the teams you've built as yes. well. And I've no oh. I've noticed that myself. Like I, you know, I, I joke that I um I like a circus. Uh, I like, yeah, I like, I like people who uh, I like to hire people from different worlds and I like them all to figure all different out perspectives figure. and different yeah, ideas and, idea, and uh, different ideas come in. And I wish more people would understand that 
that we if the, the the more you you the more colorful you make it the more diversified the the more like a circus you know yeah, the yeah. the the greater um the end the end is going to be the product that you're going to put out and um yeah i see too many examples of it you know even in sports i i you know you see it constantly but i'm glad country music now watch because now country will go next level when it has this. yes yep absolutely and you you're already I'm already sensing and feeling that we had our artist of the year show on CMT last week and Mickey Guyton, uh, I mentioned earlier, got up and sang, uh, and we had boys to men who sang a Chris Stapleton song. Um, and he had Yola joining Mickey on stage. And, I like, love it. It, it I was love crazy, her. but yeah. it was so freaking awesome. It made right? the best show we've ever had. Um, uh, and so I, those moments are, yeah, I pinch myself that I even get to sit in the audience for those things because they're like so cool. chill bumps. But you're right. It's because we have uh, various colorful, awesome people of different different shades all yeah. there on the stage representing, yeah. you know? It's very cool. You have an amazing story. You, you have such a great energy. I just feel so many more exciting things coming for you. And I think, you know, one of the takeaways too is like you could have had a fine career as a famous broadcaster and a prominent person in country music. And you could have thought that that was God's plan. You could have easily said to yourself, I'm going to cover this up and do, and my greater mission is to do this. When in fact, by being your authentic self, you now learn that the greater plan was to not only to broadcast and work in that world, but then to deliver this message and to help people yeah. with your story. It's in it. It's a really fine inspiration. And, um, nothing but the best and like uh, we're just so i'm just honored you came on our show and let's just oh, keep in touch keep, keep the conversation thank going and, that means and so what, much to me it really does well thank you. no uh, congratulations and, and kelsey title of the book and when does it come out title of the book is here's the thing and it comes out on november 9th you guys i'm telling you i read it honestly cody in like 0.2 seconds so fast it's so good so so it good. Really it's an, good. It's it's. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are from what walk of life. Like it's going to yeah. speak to you and it's going to touch you. So and you know, and even so if you good. have a loved one, I think you know if oh, it's yeah. not you, you. We all know somebody yep. who's going through this, and uh, and the, the it will help them. I Absolutely. promise. So anyway, great, great, Cody, and uh, all our love. And like I said, let's stay in touch. Love you guys. Thank you so much again okay. for having me. It really means a lot. Congratulations. Don't take Thank care. you. Okay. Thank you. God bless. Wow. What a, you know, it's like, Kelsey, when I think of people who are positive, you know, when I think of the people on our show mm. who are figuring it out, I don't know if anyone's figured it all out, but it's, they all have the same things. They're positive and they're, um, and they think things through. Oh, yeah. There's that awareness, right? So even with Cody, it was not just an overnight thing, you know, where he just said, all right, F it, I'm just going to, you know, um, come out of the closet to everyone and everything. And he really thought it through and took his time. And I think if you read his book, you, you won't have to take all that time. I think he's going to life hack it for you if you if you um, take anything away from his journey. But really special guy, you know, and, really and, um, special. Yeah, really big heart, and I hope uh, I hope that uh, that helps people because I, can you imagine Kelsey something so important to your life? I, again, I I will just say as a male, 
it's like you you get that term girl crazy just women you kelsey do you remember getting boy crazy oh my god yeah right so it's like now imagine (laughs) and how much of that took up your world how much time especially right yeah Mm -hmm. it's like all you know and there's exceptions of of young girls and boys who don't give into that but for the most part it consumes a lot of your brain power and so imagine if you're somebody and you're not able to honor that you know um and you've got to bury it 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 and you know yeah. Society tells you that now it's okay, but like you know, but yes, it's it's it, still it's it, it, it is okay, it, but yes, in the macro, I think, but in the micro, I think there's a lot of microcosm correct. worlds, Kelsey, that we're not, you know, we're in LA, so it's like, right. Woo-hoo, but right, the rest of the world, uh, you know, and even in LA, a lot of um, different uh, old fashioned, you know, or co- different, um, I know some families that are still just where oh, I know yeah. older friends who cannot say so I have stories of friends, older friends too. that is scary. They cannot, yeah. they can't say, Mm-mm. you know, so, the other thing I love too. And he talks about this a lot in the book, Kev is how it's like, why a willingness to let people in better equips you to receive love. And I think that that's oh. so cool and such just a like important thing to know. Um, and I learned a lot about that. Cause I, that's really hard for me. I like don't let anyone in ever. And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm good. And then it's hard to then give love. So So he's saying, yeah, when you let, yeah. So it's like when you open up and you share and you're not afraid to, it better equips you to not only give, but receive love. So I just think that that's such an interesting Mm. point. There's a lot, like there's so much in here that I kind of want to read it again, you know? A lot of good stuff. He's really, Uh, he's a special person. So if you're somebody who's struggling, with your sexuality or um, is confused or you have someone in your life mm-hmm. that, you know, a loved one yeah. that um, I think, it, yeah, I think the book will be helpful. And I think just even following him. I do too. Is helpful. You know, he's really, he's a such a light. great energy. Yeah. It's really, really nice. Special. Really nice. Well, you guys, please um, remember to uh, like uh, this video and Obviously, you know, leave us your positive comments <laughs> or your critiques is fine too. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, um, please give us the five star review and uh, and tell us what you think. Um, and follow us at Better Together with Maria as we give a lot of inspirational content and a lot of fun things as well. That's Kelsey right. Alexandra Meyer, have I left anything out as the backup quarterback who hasn't been in the game for a minute? I think that was beautiful, Kev. My only other note, you guys, would be so many of you, you kind of like come onto the video and you're like, this was a good video. And then you leave and it helps us so much if you subscribe. That way you'll oh. never miss an episode. Mm-hmm. We, lo- we love to know that you're never going to miss an episode because daily we're bringing value, tips, like little things, you guys, that... You can hear the same thing over and over and over again, but one person is going to say it in a way that really sticks with you. So, mm. you know, you don't want to miss a day. So hit that subscribe As button. As the kids would say, true dat. True dat. Anyways, subscribe. We love you guys. Okay, Kevin, Kelsey, what does Maria it. say? Maria says, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. 
Hey, Heal Squad. We have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.